Welcome to the Mindcrack Podcast, episode 110. Welcome to the Mindcrack Podcast. Uh, this episode of the Mindcrack Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. To support the Mindcrack Podcast and for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash mindcrack. Well, welcome to the Mindcrack Podcast. This week, we have Badge. Yo. Co-star. Hey. <laughs> Good. Hello. And Sigils. Hey. As our guest, uh, Co, you look upset. You look sad. I'm scared. Scared for the podcast? That's happening. Oh, gosh. I've <laughs> lost the video. I don't, I don't know what we look like anymore. <laughs> I've forgotten everything. I'm blind. Sigils <laughs> um, is our guest this week. Sigils is, you're the, what do you do for Play Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I was going to say lead, um, but I don't know. I'm uh, I'm the development manager for Play Minecraft. Okay. So uh, I yeah, actually don't do any development myself. Uh, instead, I boss around an army of developers and kind of do like product management kind of stuff. So um, just a lot of bug tracking, figuring out what we need to fix, setting priorities for the team, that kind of stuff. So if something's broken, they should tweet you? They, they can and they do. <laughs> <laughs> they can and they do. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so uh, anything play Minecraft related, Sigils kind of has a hand in. And this last week, some really cool stuff. Is it this week or two weeks ago? I don't know no, anything. It's, it's, it's this weekend. Week. Uh, this yeah, weekend. This weekend. Um, some ago. really cool stuff happened on play Minecraft. Can you run us through a little bit about what happened? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Sunday was when uh, the update happened. We launched what we're calling Tribes. Uh, and this is kind of, I think, bringing together something that I think Goods always wanted to do and, and things we've been talking about for a really long time, but took a lot of work. We've been working off and on on this for about, I think it's been like at least three months, if not longer. Uh, but basically what we did is we took the old lobby system that Play Minecraft had and got completely rid of it. Um, so there used to be just a one single lobby that we copied multiple times to allow people to kind of hang out on and be like, what's up, you know, whatever. And you could switch between them, but they were they were identical. There wasn't anything cool about them. Um, and we built eight custom lobbies now that are all kind of uniquely themed and their own thing. And then we made them huge. I think they're 2,000 blocks by 2,000 blocks. I forget exactly. I'm not on the build team, so I don't know that. I was really surprised me and Good went kind of exploring and it just like kept going and going and and we found some really cool plots that were like right next to a beach and yeah it was the the, the new lobbies are neat and it also it helps whenever you want to meet up with someone so instead of doing like you know you, before you'd have to do like slash go to username and that was kind yeah. of a little difficult to like explain to my Twitch chat you know yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like I didn't want to friend everyone because that kind of gives a, a few extra. Um, permissions you know if i friend everything or type all that out so now yeah, i can no. just say go to the elven lobby or you know go to barbarian which is really cool 
Yeah, I think that's one of the things we're hoping to do over time is move away from people having to ever type a command to do anything when I get more like user interface kind of stuff. Um, but so the, the tribes thing, the big thing was like you mentioned the plots. The idea is to let people kind of like live in communities. So you and your friends, you can go pick your favorite place and, and live together and hang out and, and actually build the community outside of the game. So kind of like you're saying, like you can choose to be somewhere with other people. Um, it really makes it convenient. I was hanging out on their after I bought my plot in the Atlantean area. And uh, there's just people hanging out, you know, because they all want to be in the same lobby or whatever. And it's easy. They know where you're at. Uh, so it's easy to jump into a game, too, because it's like all these people are just kind of hanging out. It's like, hey, let's go play Blackbeard or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was trying to do my video talk about all the stuff that's coming, and I'm pretty sure I missed half of it. So we got mounts coming next week. This weekend. Yes, this weekend. This weekend. That's like um, three days away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little close. <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, then there's also tag coming this weekend, too. Is that all that's coming this weekend? Is the, is the war room going online this weekend, too? The war room is going online this weekend. So... Uh, the other part of the tribes, like the reason we call it a tribe, is if you if you choose to live in one of the lobbies, if you have a plot, then you become a member of that tribe. And what we're going to actually be doing is monthly keep score of all the tribes as they play games on Play Minecraft. Um, and it's going to be a combination of a couple things. To start, a lot of it will be like playtime. So if you play a lot of games, that'll earn points for your tribe. And then every month we'll give a, a bonus or some sort of reward to the tribe that wins, essentially, kind of like... Uh, Harry Potter, like, house score kind of thing, but different. Mm. I was just um, thinking that. I want a stick. By the way, we're having battling cats on. I was like, there's all these cats on this, <laughs> um, this TV. Battle I, cats. I want a stick where I can demote or or, or, or give points to certain tribes. Just <laughs> smack <laughs> them, and then and, and every Minecracker gets, like, 100 points a day to give away or something like that. <laughs> we could do that, actually. Uh, that would be fun. Would so be then fun. the week after this is what? So week after this is going to be, um, we're going to be releasing more schematic content for the plots. So right now, we only have the capability to sell you pre-built houses that the build team has designed. Um, and there's there's a, a few options, but not as many as we hope to offer over a period of time. So uh, just only so many people on the build team and in only so many hours in a day. So uh, they're going to be, they're working on expanding that over the next two weeks. We'll be launching more houses that you can get for your plots. Uh, we're also going to be doing an update for Camelot. Um, giving it some love. I think it's getting a new map as well as like a bunch of bug fixes and some new content, uh, which should be good. And then also potentially, maybe, I don't know if I should, I, there's another game that might get an update, but I don't know if it's going to be ready in time, so I don't want to overpromise. Yeah. Um, and then by, on, the, by the way, sorry, is free build for the plots, right? Yeah, so week four will be uh, free build. We'll also be adding the guild plots, which are those huge plots um, that'll only be able, like you as a group can kind of go in and get Right. Uh, and then also we're going to be releasing like an upgraded inventory storage kind of deal. So you'll be able to like have more space on your plot to store your items, things because our we give, we give away so many items with like patron items, holiday items. People have run out of inventory space, so we want to give them more. Yeah, I missed a work. couple of the patron updates, I guess, because I don't know. You guys do so well that I don't know everything that's like I was telling my wife the other day after this update went live. I was like, I think this is the first time play Minecraft's ever updated where I didn't have to spend. 80,000 hours working on back-end shit, and it went out, and it was, like, bug-free and amazing, and half the shit I didn't even know was in there was in there, and it, I don't know, it was, uh, it was, I don't know, I was overwhelmed um, with, with how everything went. Yeah, like, it's... Is, uh, is Nine Lives in this month, or is that... Nine Lives is a little bit, like, I hope, 
Um, that wasn't the update that I wasn't talking about. There's a couple games that are also kind of yeah. running outside of this that are just like we're trying to push them out. It some of these things like mounts is theoretically not that hard, but then like things go wrong and they take more time than they should. So assuming a lot of these things go how we sort of like spec them out and anticipated them to go, um, a lot more time will go into things like nine lives um, to try to get them out. So maybe. Everyone wants Splatoon too, of course. I'm sure you've yeah. seen. Oh yes, got a few <laughs> comments. What were you gonna say about Camelot Chad? Sorry, I just oh, just totally... just Camelot has just the the you know how you have the vendors best vendor. The, oh, the best. you did the voice for it. That's I'm just what... letting you know that vendor, <laughs> whoever voice acts him, should get like a Tony or like a Golden Globe or something for servers, whatever the award is for servers. We should um, make one. Right. Um. So. Uh, legit. um god there's one other thing oh oh, i want to talk about the houses the houses system is so cool i've never seen uh, a house system where you can buy like tiles for a plot and put that in did you guys create that or did you have like inspiration from somewhere else uh as far as i know we created it uh wow when we kind of first sat down and said, well, you know, there's always been kind of plots on Play Minecraft, which was cool, but we wanted to really encourage it to be part of the community more than it was in Minecraft Island, kind of just off in the corner and nobody knew what to do with it. Uh, a lot of people were like, well, we don't want people to just build like dirt houses. We want to like, we want to have a beautiful lobby that is also a great place for people to hang out. And so that sort of just from there, we start talking about schematics and then what else can we do with it? And I haven't seen it anywhere else before either. Um, yeah. But it's really, really neat. And you get this like really cool, you know, like you go to the store area and you browse all the houses. You try to figure out which type of features you want, or maybe you go for you know the larger plaza. You could tile and like have a pool in one area and like a side. Anyway, I I absolutely adore it. So good, good job. Well, thanks. Any- yeah, the guys did great. Like I can't yeah. really take that much credit. Uh, the team over there is really, really killer. Right. I just sit around mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about the uh, the new update? Uh, I think we've pretty much covered it. Mounts is going to be awesome. Um, I was playing with a couple of them last night. Yeah, the, can you uh, explain what that is? Okay, yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, so what we have done is this is this is sort of stolen from an old thing um, that one of the other guys, the one of the developers, um, Gyro Ninja, and I came up with. But it, basically, the mounts are mobs in Minecraft, um, and we've re we've programmed it so when you sit on them, you can actually control them like you would your normal character with WASD. Uh, and then some of them have kind of interesting behaviors, or you know, if you don't use WASD. You're one of those people, I suppose. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I mean, it's, so, uh, it's not very common. I hear people call it WASD. So it really? always throws me off. Yeah. You know I call it few. WASD. I just need to. I just don't call it. You freak. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I didn't know this was such a decis- like divisive issue. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, apologize. The real issues. <laughs> well, I mean, you just don't call it. You don't call it anything. Yeah, I, like the movement keys, I guess, is what. And then that, I mean, then people could take that wherever they want. It could be WASD or the arrow. So you just say it, WASD. I've always well, heard I it. Well, I had to. And I, as I said it, it sounded weird. It was like, oh. man. But see, I've never I, heard it said WASD as a word. Yeah, no, WASD would have never come out. I'm just inventing all kinds of things, apparently. You are. Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so some of, some of the mounts have kind of like unique capabilities. So the squid operates like a jet ski, um, and you can ride him on top of the water or lava. Uh, and then he also works on land. Uh, we have 
guardians as well, which should work the same. Hopefully, they're kind of mm. weird. Um, my personal favorite right now is the chicken, which if you drive it off a ledge or if you jump it or something, it maintains the like flapping a- AI. <laughs> so it kind of just glides really slowly, and you can you can steer it. So we have a little bit of like a, a flying mount. Um, and then they can climb blocks a little bit and stuff. So they don't operate quite like a horse. They're more like a player. Um, but they have their own move speeds and things like that. So it, you can move around faster than you would just by yourself. Nice. Um, and so it's, is it more like a pet as well? Like if you um, get off of it, does it just go away? Or? Yeah, if you get off of it right now, it gets banished. So uh, you'll have a little command, like a little control box that'll let you pick which mount you want to ride. And then it'll mount you. And then when you're done, he'll go away. Cool. Very, very cool. Uh, that So play it now at us.playmindcrack.com and check out the new lobby, check out the new servers, run around, and more updates to come. Thanks so much. Which, uh, which lobby is your favorite, Chad? I was, I was running around with Good earlier and trying to figure out which one I like. And I really, really, really like the Elven Lobby. Everyone likes that Everyone lobby. likes the Elven Lobby. And then I also really like, I like the one that Good chose. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it? A, uh, Atlantia. Atlantia. And then I think it's weird, but I like the Barbarian one a little bit. Um, just I just like the choice of blocks that everything used. Everything's kind of dead. Um, the Volcano one is like maybe fourth, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the volcano at all. Not the, really? I could see like BTC living there. Oh, I was just looking at that now. <laughs> yeah, being sad or something. I don't know. Classic just seems so sad compared to all the other ones. You guys are yeah. both Batman. Yeah. What? You're you both think? Batman. Yeah, yes. we realized that right before we started recording, and he was like, "Should I change my shirt?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, it's cool. We'll just pretend like we we planned it." Yes. We did not plan it though. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. um yeah i don't know which one i'm gonna choose yet i wish i don't know i wish they were all as cool as the elven one (laughs) (laughs) it's not how things work (laughs) i wish they were all the best i I think that there's also room if i'm just gonna like completely be like i want the server to be this way um i think that there's room for it completely be like that yeah i will i will um, <laughs> I, th- I think that there should be a what is it uh, medieval, a medieval one with castles and like walls and stuff like that. I'm, I'm there actually there was, was uh, oh. and the build team just couldn't like they ran like they they had it and they went I don't know we just can't decorate it enough to look good like I I don't like it so they scrapped it like lat like three or four days before launch actually I think that's how we ended up with Frozen we didn't have Frozen for a long time and then yeah. they were like. Now nah, we're doing that instead of medieval because we can't figure out what to do. So yeah. Speaking of frozen, I really feel like we missed an opportunity to have Elsa's castle on that mountain. T Hero almost died when he heard that. Like blood was coming out of his ears. Like he had like an. Aneurysm. We're gonna do that though, right? I mean, you, know you can you tell him tell, to do it. You, you know can. You? I can't tell him to do it. You can tell him to do it. Man, you could have a like a. You could even sell the castle. Like that's its own plot. You could live in Elsa's castle. Do you know how happy? Everyone in the world. I, really. I mean, you were just going to say your daughter would be. Do you know how happy yeah. my daughter would be to play on this? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, ha- I'm happy to sell premier real estate, so right. you don't have to sell me. <laughs> I mean, whatever reservations T-Hero has, I mean, just tell him to let it go, let it go. Yeah. There you go. 
Um, you know, I saw it coming and I still laughed. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to some cool stuff. Co-star, you were talking about something right before the podcast that everyone's ears perks up. Yeah, um, at E3, Sony and Insomniac Games just announced uh, Ratchet and Clank for the PS4. So uh, what it's going to be is sort of a reboot where it's going to... It's not strictly a remake of the first game. They're, they're making it a first in their new, sort of new take on the series. And it's going to incorporate elements from all of the PS2 games. Because uh, uh, throughout the series on the PS2, it, the games each added new features that made the game better and better, like strafing wasn't in the original, that's added later, stuff like that. This one's going to have all of those features. Uh, and they're basically releasing it to coincide with the uh, movie that they have coming out. <clears throat> so the movie's not out yet then. Right. They uh, actually delayed the game until 2016 so they could release the game alongside the movie. Huh. I've never played Ratchet and Clank. Cash grab, cash grab. I didn't either. But this trailer Love looks really Ratchet good. I have to admit, I never played the series either. What? How, what? How do you guys know. own a PlayStation and not play Ratchet and Clank? I've never owned a PlayStation. I'm innocent. Oh, my gosh. I did, I just, but I think I was like outside of my platformer phase at the time. I was into other stuff mm-hmm. like Metal Gear and all that, uh, those kinds of games, action and horror games. Um... But as time's gone on, I've had a hankering for some good platforming and, uh, you know, platforming slash action. And Ratchet and Clank looks like it's going to sate that desire. And, uh, you know, the PlayStation 4 really needs some exclusives like this. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. I'm kind of sad that Knack was was as shitty as it was. Like, I, I don't know how to say this in the right words because Knack was really good. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the gameplay. I enjoyed the atmosphere. I hated the checkpoint system. You would die and you would go back 20 minutes back in the game. Oh, yeah. And it's like, uh Well, then that, the game was fantastic. I loved it. And I think that the, the checkpoint system is, is going to kill the potential for there ever to be a sequel for it. And, or, and PlayStation really did need some, uh, some well, no excuse titles, some exclusives. So... I mean, in, in 1990, you can kind of excuse that, but not now. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm wondering, the reason why I brought up uh, Knack is I wonder if PlayStation would have done better launching with something that was known, like oh, Ratchet and Clank. Or yeah, of course. Of course. That's what's Who's really that? been missing from this generation is, including on the Xbox One, is there's not been any real good, you know... Um, you have to buy this Ramp. console to get this game. Yeah. There is a PS4 yeah. Ratchet and Clank though already, isn't there? No, there isn't. This is the this is the first one. Um, the trailer looks beautiful as hell. See, that's what I'm wondering: I, how much of that's gameplay and how much would, of it's yeah. movie? Like, because they got the movie done right, so they can show <laughs> half the damn movie in the trailer, right? That's true. None of what they showed looked like it was explicitly gameplay. So I would take that as a bull shot. Yeah. There was a few I mean, moments when he grab he grabs like rockets and fires them at enemies. I wouldn't think that would be in a cutscene. They tend to cut in in game cutscenes huh. between levels. Hopefully, so. there'll be a playthrough in at E3. Yeah, really- I'm I'm assuming that there will be some gameplay videos released soon, and we'll be able to see what it really looks like. 
this trailer looks like it's uh, stylistic. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like they've mixed in CG scenes and and stuff to make you know to generate the hype, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, maybe we'll get to actually see it like in in its in in, in gameplay at E3. Yes. Game. Yeah. Didn't the trailer say it was based off the movie? It said based off the movie, which isn't based out off yet. The game. <laughs> right. Is what they said. So it what they mean is they're taking all of the elements of everything that has been Ratchet and Clank up to this point and they're mixing it in a big, you know, Ratchet and Clank stew, you know, just throwing it all in there. <laughs> mixing uh, it up. Isn't that how Spider Man three happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Hmm. Emo in there. <laughs> the moment you say reboot, that's immediately what I think of. It's just Spider Man every time. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It looks it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just excited for something exclusive on PlayStation. There's really no yeah. use for us PlayStation 4. Looking forward to owning my like third PlayStation 4 game. <laughs> yeah. Boy. You know, I should like take uh, Shadowfall out of its uh, out of its plastic wrap on the podcast. Because that's it's over there in its plastic wraps. No, Killzone. Killzone. Yeah, I'll do yeah. it. Hold on. Killzone, Killzone Shadowfall. Let me grab it. You're gonna open it right now. <laughs> Killzone Shadowfall. You know, I, I think. Mean, oh, go ahead. No, uh, you go ahead. I was gonna say I think the Xbox tried with the Master Chief Collection. They were hoping that would work again, like it did for like way back when. But late to the party, though. But yeah, and it was again. awful. It was like the worst thing. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it depends on what you're coming at it for. I understand that for people, I was never a Halo multiplayer guy. So if you if you were a multiplayer person with Halo, I think that, yeah, then definitely it was awful. Uh, for me, I was always into the single player campaigns and that stuff all worked fine. And they got cool little graphical upgrades that I think one of the coolest aspects of that was you could turn the graphical update updates off on the fly. Yeah. Push and you'd back. be like, cool. whoa, this looks horrible. Now it looks right, great. Right. Well, nostalgic is, is right. how I felt. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Retro. I wish yeah, they were late. Worked. This would have been oh. a fun game. And it's exclusive, too. It was Does such a disappointment. Yep. Yeah. It was so buggy. I'm surprised at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, You'd I mean, it wasn't Media, Media Molecule, wasn't it? Or no, yeah. They, the, devel- uh, the publishers mm-hmm. or developers chase, whatever. Right. Oh, that would explain it. Yeah, that would explain why it sucks so bad. I played never fix it either. So, which consoles does everyone have? Because like I out. only I have, have the Wii U. Sorry, Coat. <laughs> you already knew my answer. <laughs> what was it? It's just just everything. Oh, you have everything. Okay, okay. I don't have any new gen consoles. Yeah. Oh, it was a seven day trial. It expired in 2014. <laughs> oh, you missed seeing this it's not like they give those out like candy or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, which consoles do you have? I just have a Wii U and a PlayStation. I've never owned an Xbox of any flavor ever in my life. But I've owned every PlayStation and every Nintendo console, I think. No, I didn't own a GameCube. I never owned a GameCube. How did you miss the oh. GameCube? They were like giving I was, away it was, in the was, last... Yeah. The game, GameCube was... was that was after the 64, right? Or before? Yeah, I was yeah. the one after. after yeah, see, I, I basically 64. was too busy working and trying to survive and shit like that than uh, yeah. playing video games. I, I, they, a whole period of gaming went away. And during that time, I basically played MUDs and stuff like that. Like, I was, right. mud, mudding was my gaming, but it wasn't. PC Master Race. 
Yeah. It, for for I mean, me, that, that generation was the PS3 and Xbox 360. I missed that whole entire window of, of gaming. Oh, yeah. man. The 360 was a good console. Yeah. It is. It's a solid console still. Yeah, yeah it I still mean, they is. Both, they both were. I, I personally think they're both really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't like PlayStation controllers. That's 100% the reason I never get one. Oh, I, hmm. I don't have like you, having my thumbs like parallel because like the 360 hold like this this like hurts my hands i don't know have you uh have you held a dualshock 4 i haven't yet? oh man you should okay <laughs> so much no you just i mean no i agree i'm not, I agree. I'm not gonna sell you because i mean it's, it does still have the thumbs in the middle but it's such an improvement over the old controller that they've been using basically since they ever came out with the first dualshock yeah, yeah. <laughs> right no, I sure they kind of they kind of designed it for slightly smaller hands, didn't they? And if you've got big hands, it was always a bit hard. But I think the DualShock 4 is a bit bigger, isn't it? Yeah, it's got um, longer bits. I think yeah, the, the problem that I experienced was I hated the triggers and the thumbsticks. The triggers, my, my fingers would always slide off of them. Yeah. Off the yeah. Of them, and I could Pretty never... It was like just the right size so that neither of my possible trigger fingers felt right. I didn't mind the thumbs thing. I can switch between thumbs. Some thumb positions on the controller is fine. But the sticks on the old DualShock controllers would slide out from under my thumbs all the time. Mm. The new ones have little indents, and they they grip your thumb. And the new triggers have little slopes like this. Mm -hmm. So you can Um, grip them better. Milby's tweeted tweeted the other day that he's... um, This thing, though. I haven't got much use for this thing yet. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Badge. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Milby said he's, he's ordered a Valve controller. Yeah, I think we all did. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I ordered two. I didn't yeah. I didn't oh. order mine yet. Oh, my God. Oh, well, you yeah, got to Steam do it like, now if you want to get it in October. If you want to get it early. Where, where do I go? Steam.com? Yeah, yeah, steampower.com. Such hardware, I think. Uh, Steam.com is not The link as well? I'm not getting the link because I don't play games on my TV ever. Um, so I'm just getting it for the computer. Um, cause I, you know, as you know, I use, uh, <laughs> use something archaic. No, I use a Logitech PlayStation <laughs> version of a controller. Cause I don't like the Xbox controller. I'm the opposite of sigils. I, so Logitech makes a PlayStation version for their controllers. So that's what I use. This is the way, man. The no, I don't like way. Xbox controllers. Yes. I don't like, I don't like my knobby bit. <laughs> do you have a, do you have a scuff? <laughs> I like side by side knobby bits. A scuff? Have you seen a those? Scuff? No, so, I haven't. So on the back here, I ha- they do these paddles, um, oh, and wow. I, can, I can remap them to any interaction on the controller. So I can make any four of these paddles be whatever I want. So I can like you know press A, B, or whatever without having to. Reload on the back. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I don't have to take my thumbs off of the controller at any or like off the sticks. Yeah. Do you see that that uh, the Steam controller accounts for that? It has. Um, I didn't. It has see that. Uh, grip paddles on the bottom. Mm. So there's. Yeah, there's there's buttons there in the bottom, and every single button apparently has um, whatever it's called. It's a feedback that's supposed to make it haptic? feel like a button. Haptic, yeah. Everything oh, has interesting. feedback. Yeah, that's good. It's crazy. They've really accounted for everything with that controller. I'm excited. That's awesome. Okay. You know when it, when it talks about how it works like a mouse inside of mouse and keyboard games, I am skeptical on how. F- well, that's going to work. Um, I think everyone. Does. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see that because it, it. For some reason, I think of like old trackballs when I see that, even though it's completely different. But I, I submit uh, as a potential argument that it could be good. The uh, middle of the keyboard nipple. 
Do you, yeah, you, do I remember those? that thing. Oh, you got yeah. used to it. Aren't those surprisingly like more accurate than you would expect? Yeah, yeah, once you like, figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm thinking like I could imagine being able to mouse around with my thumb maybe. I think yeah. the, that I thought looked the most impressive was when he was doing the typing. And it was like typing on a cell phone. Right. It right. worked just fine. Just slide it. You slide your thumbs around to the key, to letters you want. I, I could imagine getting used to that very easily. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely cool. And something I think both PlayStation and Xbox controllers have always been bad at is like, oh, send a message to your friends using this really bulky. Although I have found that once you get used to their systems, they all have pretty decent systems for doing it with a button. I think that actually the best I ever used, surprisingly, was... Um, this may sound stupid, but the PSP. Because it had a system of where you Sounds could... stupid. Yeah. See? <laughs> but you, you could get really fast with it because you could just kind of... You could use the triggers and the buttons and everything yeah. involved. And it had everything. Letter groups. So you could just tick, 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 You know, just tick through them. And it was pretty yeah. good. This will be way better, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool that Steam is doing this. Like, no one else has, like, kind of jumped in and is like, we're going to make think for computer gaming you know it's not like we're not you know what i'm saying it's like it's not like you know playstation making their controller for their console it's like this is just for everyone you know i mean obviously it helps them because they're making they're, they're, they're i mean right. you get the selling the game. xbox controller for your pc which is kind of going that way but it's right. Still microsoft right microsoft is really well, they're not trying to do anything for no. us exactly. i mean yeah, the new exactly. one there isn't even a wireless kit anymore what happened no, and right. the one they provided for the 360 for your pc they stopped making that a long time ago you can only get them like from people who just happen to have stock. Mm. Um, That's but, hilarious because they don't even make a wired Xbox One controller anymore. Yeah, except no. for if you want it on the PC, in which case they include this this nifty cable. Yeah, and the reason I got it, um, <laughs> and I used to have a PlayStation One like Goob does, um, but I found that the the Xbox One works so much better, and a lot of games have the Xbox controller controls built yeah. into the control yeah. settings. That's the thing. Um, the nice thing about the Steam controller is that they know this, <laughs> and they're probably going to emulate that, I would imagine. Right. They're probably going to make it as easy as possible. Well, they showed in the um, in the trailer for the controller that there's all these presets for, like, everything. Like, oh, do you want it to work like a mouse and keyboard, or do you want it like an Xbox controller? Do you want to work, like, you know, whatever. Uh, it, Depending on the game. For these games, yeah, exactly. Or, Download them from the community. Right. That was amazing. Like, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> that is yeah. really awesome. So, uh, to me, like, Steam is the only company, like, you know, as you said, I'm surprised other companies aren't doing this. Like, who, like, PlayStation isn't going to eat up their market by, by helping out PC sales. You know, Nintendo isn't, you know, Microsoft well, figured it out that. Before we get too circle jerky here, <laughs> I think, I, I think that Steam slash valve is in a really good position financially and everything else and experience wise to to attack this yeah. problem yeah but i don't think that they're doing it altruistically i mean i, I think that they care i'm sure there's oh. people that care but i think that what the reason is is that consoles are positioned extremely precariously right now yes and the only thing that really keeps them in the game is their exclusives which have been dismal so far except for nintendo and uh, being on TV. Because the fact of the matter is, there's the vast majority of gamers still are not PC gamers. They're people right. who game on their TV, or they game on their cell phone, or their tablet, or whatever. So Steam is seeing an opportunity here to get PC games into the living room really easily, 
by providing a possible console or maybe a possible streaming device so you can stream from your PC, providing a controller that should hopefully work for everybody. And the whole Steam PC thing is just open. Like, they don't make a box. They just say, hey, any company can make it as long as it right. meets the specs. And then I think they want to kill consoles. The other <laughs> thing is, is that everything comes on PC now. Exclusives, I mean, a lot of exclusives of this season, they may have been exclusive to a console, still got a PC release as well. Yeah. Do, do yeah. You, and uh, I think that this may have been a little bit of positioning on the console part with their hardware choice because every single one of them used a chipset, which would mean that you wouldn't have to recompile for PC. Right. Like, like they, the chipsets that all the, all, I think everything except for Wii U is using is directly compatible with PC. X86. X86. Yep. So that you don't have to do anything. Like once you've coded it, you just make, you just, you know, do a little bit of code to make sure that controllers work. Yeah. Um, There's, I mean, I know it's way more. It's way easier than it used to be. They're not developing for cell chips anymore. Right. 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 So for the longest time for me, I always saw console gaming as a gaming with a controller and on a TV and PC gaming is gaming with my mouse and keyboard. So like for the longest time, I didn't even want a controller on my computer because that's for the consoles. I don't know. It was a weird mental thing I always had. I had the same thing. I had the same thing. It Mm -hmm. felt like, you know, mouse and keyboard is what I do on the PC and why the heck is StarCraft coming out on the N64? I'm never going to play that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have it on the PC. I have a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Don't uh, Starve Together just came on the Wii U, and I imagine that's amazing with the gamepad. I feel like there's like a lot of potential they can use the gamepad for in that game. I played it on the on the 3DS as well. And, oh, it's on the 3DS. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. Everything. It's not out on the 3DS yet. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I played it on the Vita. I played yeah. it on the Vita, and that was a surprisingly good experience. Better than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Take it on the road. It feels. Feels yeah. pretty good. There's a couple things that are a little awkward, obviously, because there's no mouse control involved. But um, yeah. they, they handled it well enough. It's just cool that you can take it everywhere. Right, right, right. That, right. that novelty for me has never worn off. Every time that I get some version of a thing that I like that I can just take wherever I want on a, on a little high fidelity screen, mm-hmm. sold. I'll buy it. <laughs> Thanks. Right. I'm going to skip ahead of you, Badge, on this because uh, it's kind of in, in line with what we're talking about right now. But uh, PlayStation Now is coming to Samsung and Sony smart televisions. So all you will need is a Samsung or smart or Samsung or Sony smart TV and a PlayStation 4 controller, and you'll be able to play all the games on PlayStation Now. When you say Without a PlayStation console at all. Wow. Have That's crazy. Tried this? No, I have not tried this yet. Um, I don't actually. Yeah, my Sony TV is not new enough to be smart to be considered smart TV. So that's that's the streaming gaming. Well, I have PlayStation now. Oh no, I, I've used PlayStation yeah, well, now. I mean, we all get it. Or you all have to buy it for certain games and shit like that. Like Need for Speed required it, so me and Paul bought it at that point. Um, no, 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 not PlayStation Plus. Oh, PlayStation. No, now. I don't know. What the hell? What the fuck is PlayStation, PlayStation now? Now is like on live. Yeah, yeah it's like on live. Which what Do happened you, to them? Are they gone? They crash because it was they failed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. So, well, Sony's works. Sony's system, uh, like I played, um, I rented Twisted Metal and I was able to play that on my PlayStation and it came across just fine, looked like a game. I noticed, you know, a little bit of encoding here and there because what they're doing is they're running the game on a server somewhere and sending mm. you the video stream. 
That's and crazy. you're sending your inputs back to them. So obviously the, the difficulty there is latency. I'm not sure if they could ever really defeat that because we have latency problems just going from the console to our television. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and now we're talking about going over on the internet and getting video back, but I think they must be doing some sort of compensation or something. That's really strange. Okay, I had no idea about this service at all then. Yeah. I was thinking of PlayStation Plus when I saw this. And, you know, they, they've really implemented it in such a way that they have a real impressive system that I don't think people, I don't think most people realize is out there. Like, you know those PlayStation TVs, which keep going on sale for like 40 bucks on Amazon or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any one of those. First of all, they play Vita cartridges. I don't know. Oh, I remember us talking about that. And I don't think anyone yeah. knows that. Right. You can just slap a, a Vita cartridge in there. You can put a memory card in there. But it has to be one of those evil, shitty Sony ones, though. You <laughs> <laughs> can't just throw an SD card in there, which sucks. Um, but they work with... Uh, DualShock 3 and DualShock 4 controllers supports the touchpad and everything. Um, and you can use PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus on it. So you can buy one of those, hook it up to your TV, and play any game you want off of PlayStation Now or your Vita games anytime. It's, 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 it's $40. It's $40 <laughs> well, on it's, it's normally right Oh, okay. It's on sale right now? It's it normal, buy new. It's so. normally $80. Okay, yeah. Jeez. It goes on sale a lot because nobody wants it. But I don't understand why people don't want it. If you've been on PlayStation Plus for a long time, you probably have a shitload of free games if you've been following along, right? They give, they give you PSP games, Vita games, play, PlayStation 3 games, etc. You can play all of those, almost all of those, on the PlayStation TV. You just go on your, log into PlayStation Plus, go to your list of downloads, and start downloading all those I've games. Heard of a PlayStation TV. I've, I've, I've never heard of that. And um, it's like this big. I have one right here. I failed on the whole uh, PlayStation Plus thing because, like, I never go and say I'm going to download the game because all you have to do is start the download and then stop it, and now it's forever in your library. Oh wait, that's that's yeah, sorry. It's like that was that did not look like this, what was on the photos. That's, just, that's not it. Uh, wait, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's somewhere here. But this is PlayStation Three games, so it's not. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's older games. So they're uh, just selling the back catalog. I couldn't see it because it's so small. It was underneath all the PSPs. This is uh, less crazy. Yeah, Walmart also has it for forty dollars. That is tiny. Yeah, it's teeny tiny. How does that work? And then just plugs into your TV. It's got uh, Ethernet, HDMI, USB, and then there's the memory card. Wow, memory card. It's one of the little. Fucking shitty Sony ones that cost nah. a dollars. Yeah. I know. It should be micro SD. Fuck you, Sony. And then uh, on the side is the port that everybody forgets, which you probably can't see because it's can't black. See the black, yeah. There you go. What is it? See it? Open it up for you you uh, pop it open like that. See? And then, oh, it looks like I forgot a game in here. I've probably been wondering what it, where it is. It is Persona 4. Uh, wow! Just pop it right in the side. You can play on your TV. That is crazy. It's got a little power button right there. I need so, to I buy mean, a TV. <laughs> apart, apart from playing your Vita games on it, what was it actually made for doing? All the things I listed. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, no, it, but like, does it, it um, does it work as like a smart TV too? Does it have other stuff like Netflix and shit like that that you can tap into? That the that I'm not sure about. I wanted that. Um, although that whole thing has kind of been taken over by chromecast for me yeah like chromecast is so good it's like fuck everything else i don't need anything else Mm. but um 
I think that if you have that stuff on PlayStation, I don't see why they couldn't do it on this. Yeah. Uh, and then there, there's other stuff too I didn't even mention before. Like, you know how you can stream from your PS3 or PS4? That can do that. Uh, this can yep. do that. I've done <laughs> wow. it. I've, I've played Drive Club in another room off of my PlayStation 4 here in my office over this with a DualShock 4 controller. It's crazy. That's nuts yeah. it's kind of interesting that's sort of related to what we were just talking about like the separation of computers and televisions mm-hmm. as if consoles eventually get to the point where they're just integrated with televisions that may be what they have to do to survive that's what they're doing they're, they're putting yeah. one of yeah TVs i mean but i mean right TVs. yeah and xbox the, one tv or get your yeah well and it makes sense for sony to do that already right because i mean sony's making tvs and they're making playstations they might as well include right them too. right yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is that Sony actually has a very impressive system that, that they've pretty much put out there for us, but people don't really know is there. And they've been working on it for like 15 years. I mean, anybody who, who got a PS3 and a PSP when they were new, I, I believe most people should remember one of the really exciting options that was supposed to work was you could play using your PSP and you could see the game on your PSP and you can go somewhere else and play your PS3 on your PSP, but you had to get another device that was like 200 bucks or something like yeah. that. And I never got one. It was like the home link or something like that. Yeah. Now, I have one of those. Now they can do it because we've advanced in streaming technology so much. Right. And it's, this is basically a steam link, by the way, I'm sorry. I just never shut up. <laughs> I was just going to say how much of a Sony fanboy I've always been, but I think where they fell is in making the consumers know about the products. Like you're talking about yeah. this, but like, for instance, their, their, their phones, if Samsung, or if sorry, not Samsung. If Sony phones were available, I would have bought that for my Android phone. But instead, you have to buy it directly from Sony. It's not available in any kind of phone store where you can go and touch it, hold it, look at it, and then buy it. About the ones that did PlayStation stuff, right? No, I'm, I mean those. I those the Z- no, I'm just talking about the just the Sony phones like that that, oh, that okay. are, are comparable to like a, a Galaxy or whatever. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have bought my Note three. I would have bought a Sony phone at that time if if I could have looked at them um and touched yeah. them and held them but i've always bought like sony <laughs> electron i mean like my tv it's sony tv uh everything everything if it's not apple it's probably sony uh which is uh, yeah, i agree sony makes the most gorgeous products that nobody buys well see like when like, vita came out i didn't even know it existed and yeah. i feel like i'm in the i'm in the group yeah. of the the part of the world that, or part of this culture that should under that should know what's coming out gaming wise and vita just kind of happened and it was that's like, not well, uncommon, though. That's that's not uncommon. I mean, I mean the PSP came out, and then it was like, oh my god, this is going to be gorgeous because there was a lot of hype about it. Right. But then, as you say, the, the Vita just kind of slid out there. Yeah, well, I forgot. Yeah, I mean, the PS the P, there was a it was a much different world when the PSP came out. This PlayStation is true. still top fucking dog. Like at yeah. the time that they were talking about doing that, so everybody was like, PlayStation to go, fuck yeah, whatever you give it to us, whatever you do, I don't care. It could be shit, give it to us. And it was kind of shit. Had an amazing screen though, like it blew away anything Nintendo was doing. I still think that the PSP screen, the the first one, is better ish than the uh, DS. I'd have to compare. I might be nostalgically remembering the screen, but I, I think it's better than the current new 3DS screens. And the Vita screen puts it to shame. It's pixel yeah. like just you can't see pixels. There's none. Yeah, it's perfect, yeah. and it's a touch screen and everything. I mean, it's but. They did fuck up the marketing, and they that something went wrong with the Vita. I think it's the cost. I think it's the memory cards and all this other stuff. And I mean, I don't. It doesn't really have like a game library to speak of. Well, I, I think did, mobile phones destroyed it. 
Well, there was right. there was also a weird in between the PSP and the PS Vita. They made the PS Go. Remember that mm-hmm. it was a PSP that oh, was only yeah, downloadable yeah. content, um, and that was kind of weird too. Like, what what the fuck are you kind of thing? And then like, so when that the PSP came out, I confused the Vita with the Go for a period of time too. I thought they were the same thing. Um, yeah. Which, if they had was, a good marketing team, wouldn't have happened. Right, and when I finally bought a, bought a Vita, I got bored of it so quickly because there wasn't a game library to support it, so I just gave it away. I also hate the uh, UI the, the that operating system has with the bubbles and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking. This is terrible. This looks yeah. like a Samsung phone. It's horrible. But Wasn't yeah. there a phone as well uh, that came out when the Go came out? Well, I think that's what uh, Co was just yeah, talking about, oh, the yeah. Sony phones that were supposed to play yeah. PlayStation games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they were supposed to play PSP games, I think. Yeah. Something. That's what the PS Go was supposed to do too. It had the Are little. Are we talking like, about the one that came out with Minecraft Pocket Edition first? No, that was Vita. No. Vita. Yeah, that was Vita. Yeah. Yeah. PS Go was just like a blip on the radar. If you didn't yeah. notice it, you missed it. It was it was oval shaped. It was narrower than than the first PSPs, but Round And you, it was like a, it was sort of like a slider phone. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. Slide it in half, and the screen went up here. The controls were down here. It was just it was the final revision of the PSP. And it didn't yeah. play the UMDs, so right, exactly. If you invested in a library of UMDs. Why would you want that? Yeah. Um, the, the, but, the problem I had with the PSP was that all the games were quite PlayStation games. Whereas when I'm traveling, I want little drop in, drop out, ten minute, um, you know, bus ride or something. Yeah. I don't want to start playing Final Fantasy. And, and <laughs> had the opposite experience. See, I felt like, like for us, it's a good example or for PSP where people hated and I loved was Metal Gear uh, Acid, people were expecting a PlayStation level Metal Gear game. And instead they got a portable Metal Gear spinoff RTS type of game. And I just want to say like my opinion on that is not so much that that's, it's not what I expected. I mean, I think I knew what they were doing. It's just that, the way they did it, it was obvious that they could have made a Metal Gear game that you could play on the go, like like in the yeah. style of the PS2 games, because it had the graphics, it had the yeah. controls and everything it needed. It just was a card game. Um, but it was a good game. You're right. Both of them were very good games. It just wasn't you know what people wanted out of Metal Gear, I guess. Yeah. And I think it was also, there was, I'm, I'm remembering, I think there was a, a period of time there where it felt like that. Like, we felt like we were going to get PlayStation games, mm-hmm. but what we were getting felt like watered down mobile games, mobile, yeah. mobile versions of PlayStation games. And it was like, just give us a full game. I remember there was, I can't remember what PSP game it was, but there was uh, some kind of sniper game or something. And it, it felt like you were going to get, like you said, a PlayStation game. God, God what game was that? Well, there was Siphon Filter. There was um, Spec Ops. I think that's what it was. Online. No, no, no. What am I saying? <laughs> uh, what's that series? Game. There was a series, yeah. There was a series on the PlayStation 2 that was really um, popular multiplayer. And it was like a oh, oh, oh. Navy SEALs. Yes. Spec Ops. SOCOM. Yes. SOCOM. 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 Yes. yes. There we go. That, that game sucked. It was yeah, like these little mini things that like weren't actually a game and i don't remember exactly i just remember playing it for like an hour and being like i want to throw you out the window your shit <laughs> and that was really sucky for that for that because i remember getting so calm and it was amazing on the ps2 it was like this leap of technology and then i don't know 
Is What's that what I'm talking about? Are you talking about the Vita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the, when it came to PSP. It was like right. little right. tastes of a game. Yeah. 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 And when, when they eventually did put out Metal Gear games, like they did... Uh, God. I remember Portable Ops and Portable Ops 2. There was another one. There was a third one. Maybe there wasn't. <laughs> I can't remember it. It was on the HD collection. I probably have it sitting right over there. But Peace Walker. Peace Walker. Those were all pretty much Metal Gear Solid games, but they were good portable games too. They took into account the fact that you wanted to you know, play a little bit and then fuck off. Yeah. Um, one of the best things about one of those games was you, you would capture guys. That was what you did. You played, you played Metal Gear on these maps, but when you knock guys out, you could put a little weather balloon on them and send them up into the sky. <laughs> capture them. <laughs> and then they would, they would be in your team. It was like Pokemon with like gorillas, <laughs> right? Terrible. They all had their own stats. They had their own stats. Of like They'd be like, they, yeah, of course I want to kill other people for you. Of course. Right. Of course. Exactly. It's a terrorist dude. Well, you, you have, they go into the brig first because of that, what you're saying. They have, oh. to, they have to calm down. You have first. to break them. Right, and then you re-educate them to join you. That's, that's how it works. Um, but you could form little squads and send them out online without you. you could oh, just, that's kind of cool. Would, yeah, and they would go out and they'd fight. And then when you got back on your PSP later, you'd get a report back. Like, oh, we beat these and da, 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 da. And you captured some people. Jimmy you, died. <laughs> right. And uh, there was another feature that was really cool. It was the same game where uh, it was a Wi-Fi locator. And it took up the whole screen. It would go like, bloop, bloop, bloop. And you would go around, and uh, wherever you traveled, if you picked up Wi-Fi signals, and it would, like, max out, and you hit a button, you would get a new guy, a random guy <laughs> from that Wi-Fi signal wherever out in the world. So it had a portable aspect to it. Yeah. That's one thing I like about – I've never – I don't actually own a, D, a 3DS, but uh, I've always thought that's cool, the whole – Tagging each other when you when you when you like yeah conventions or whatever. Street passes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We were going on a wild tangent. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know where it began. (laughs) I'm like, I don't. I'm never on to PSP, so I'll just be over here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um. Cool. I guess we can move on now. Good talk, though. Uh, badge. (laughs) Good talk. I, I like that better than stories, man. Good, good talk, good times. Good talk. So, um, Netflix has uh, said before that they like piracy in the sense that they are using uh, torrent downloads to see what is popular. Um, and now, I mean, they said this in, in, back in January, and now the, uh, was it the CEO, yeah, CEO, Reed Hastings, has said... Um, it's helped them in the Netherlands and they're about to launch in Spain and they say it's going to help again. Uh, and he's, I don't know whether he's pro pirate. I mean, that's probably pushing it a little bit, but um, he's, he's not condemning piracy with a knee jerk reaction like everybody else is. And it's actually putting it to good use. Yeah. It seems like he's noticing that as, as like a few things is one, once people learn about piracy and start pirating things, they get used to getting their content online which is good for Netflix. Two, they realize it's a big hassle. They have to go find it. They have to you know, get this torrent, figure out which torrent client they want to use, download it, this realize is... that this one was a crappy version, download a different one. Oh, this one had viruses, download a different one. Oh, you got the right one. You know. Yay. And then they this realize Netflix is such a better 
prospect, HBO, right? HBO, isn't it? Because um, everyone was yeah. saying about Game of Thrones. We yes. it. Well, you know, just, say that. Yeah. just release it and people will, people will buy it. People will watch yeah. it. That's the thing. Ever see um, that cartoon The Oatmeal did about HBO when Game of Thrones came out, where it was it was just something like where he goes through this list of like every possible media outlet of like, hey, I want to watch Game of Thrones and like I want to support artists, I want to pay for things. Mm. Oh, it's literally not available anywhere but HBO like TV. Fine, I'm gonna pirate it. Like you know, and he yeah. just like, and it was like, if you make a streaming service, I will pay for it. And it was like they finally listened to that because yeah. everybody was stealing it I, a I, really long time. I feel like we should be at that point now where this is a known answer. The, it's like we know now that piracy is about convenience. It's not about money. They, okay. It's about money. So they just keep trying to like say, oh, we're losing blah, 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 so much money to piracy and blah, blah, blah. It's because of convenience, period. If they made their, their, made their stuff available at reasonable prices, people will pay it and... And whatever, because it'll be more convenient to do that than to pirate these things. Right. I instantly signed up for HBO now, and it is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm on there. I've been able to watch Game of Thrones. I don't have to watch it on TV. Yep. I jumped the gun and added HBO to my cable service that I don't watch, so that I could get on HBO Go before it came out, though. So. I don't even have cable. Like I was like, <laughs> this is gonna be like so much money. It's not. Yeah. I think well, the Comey watches TV. I don't, so I got, I have that for her. <laughs> there's, two, there's two different pirating as well. There's this pirating, as you say, for, for convenience and things you want to watch. But there's also music pirates tend to do things slightly different, where they use it more as a sort of sampling, uh, as in as in free sample type of. Yeah, you, you, you go to you go to a supermarket and they're offering out free free bits of food. That's a loss leader because they know you might think, oh, that's quite nice. I go and buy that. And kind of music people do that in piracy in a way that they. Yeah, they don't you want to don't spend want to $12 go, for an album. Yeah, that you they don't want to buy an like. album you've never heard of. Right. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, if it's crap, then that's wasted money. Whereas you go and download something for free, listen to it, think, hey, that's quite cool. That's a new artist you have now discovered. The, and a, I'm, the consumption of these things varies wildly. Like if you, if you find a movie that you like, you really like it a lot. How often do you watch it? Once a year? Yeah. Every couple well, of months, maybe? Once a day. Between, I don't know. Pretty good on a DVD. Right. If you find a song that you like, listen to it every day. Yeah, a couple times a day. Keep it in your playlist. I don't know. You, I mean, like music is so different because people can listen to these songs over and over again. And yeah, I mean, I think that I think what you're saying, Badge, is is much more appropriate for. It makes a lot more sense. And then this, this automatic reaction: Oh, you've you've downloaded this record, therefore that's a lost sale for us. Is is right, no. you know us? Right. I, I, who here hasn't rebought some music or something at some point? Totally, right? I bought I the rebought my ten out ten like, times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never pirated Most anything. Versions. So. You've never uh, what? Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, I've never. I've never. <laughs> Yeah, I was on the first wave. Well, actually, probably not. Usenet was probably the first wave, but I, I was on Napster. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Kazan, Napster. There's all sorts of stuff mm. that I used. Yeah, I never used any of those. Kazan was bad. Kazan was like the worst one. Kazan was like Napster after Napster. Yeah, right? exactly. Napster died. Everyone switched to Kazan for a while. What was it? There was like um, so much. donkey something. Yes, like e- bear donkey. emule, emule, emule. 
There was direct connects. Oh, lime. Oh, LimeWire. That was the most like virus laden thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody direct connect at all? No. Yes. No. No. News. News been for or news is news been for a while, and then um. Yeah. Wasn't there one like Care Bear, Share Bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mostly used IRC for this stuff. Like, IRC? Yeah. Am I the only one who served IRC? No, yeah. no. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyone else have, yeah, open, what is it, open, uh, shoot, I forget the name of it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then BitTorrent came along. And just imagine a company that wants to <laughs> shut all this down. We just oh, mentioned man. like 30 different services that we call. I, I think a lot of it. Kind of a lot of them have been shut down, though. Oh, yeah. BitTorrent came along and killed, like, everything. Right. Because it was so good. Also, internet speeds got so fast that you didn't have to split, you know, a single MP3 into 50 RAR files anymore. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so I think things just changed. iTunes came along. I think iTunes killed a lot of piracy because it yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. You could buy it for 99 cents. You could listen to it beforehand. Um, you didn't have to yeah, buy the album. That's the other thing as well is cost. You know, yeah. If you're going to... Have say movies that you can rent for two dollars there and then, bang, you, you download it, watch it. I mean, you're gonna have to have some, some DRM thing involved, but if you do that, then you know, you're gonna watch it. I don't I say I don't want to watch a DVD once every year and spend twenty dollars or twenty quid on it if I can buy it for three dollars and watch it and then you know, forget about it again. Well, that's kind of what's gonna rent it on iTunes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. Like today, I have really no reason to buy a movie on disc form anymore i mean with games i prefer physical copies personally but for for movies and films whatever that kind of stuff i've gone completely streaming because between various services i can at any time watch any movie i want to why would i buy a disc we used to be really bad we went like three years where every single tuesday we would go to best buy and buy everything new Stuff. We didn't even know what it was. We didn't know what it was. We were just like, give us something to watch. Going to Blockbuster. Like a, my, my, where our TV is in the other end of the house is just the walls of DVDs. And <laughs> I'll never watch any of them again. Like, I mean, there's there's some shit in there that like, I don't, it's just, it's, it's still it's shrink wrapped. No, no, no. Everything's unshrunk wrapped at least. <laughs> unshrunk wrapped. Um, yes. Unshrunk wrapped. <laughs> unshrunk I, I just some I, I've seen a lot of bad movies. I think the one that comes always comes to mind is Solaris with uh um Yeah. Uh oh god. Uh, oh, oh, famous oh, oh. guy. Neil, George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah, that's the worst movie ever. <laughs> it looks really cool. I think oh, they were really it trying to like it's movie. gonna is be that good? the one where they fly near the sun or something. Yeah, they fly near Solaris, yeah. Yeah, they I go and trying to watch that movie it kept making me fall asleep. I, I it's so bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. yeah. I think my biggest regret is Star Trek Voyager. Sorry, those were one hundred ten dollars each, seven seasons. Yes, it's been eight hundred dollars buying Star Trek Voyager <laughs> on DVD. On DVD, yeah. At least it wasn't on VHS. Yeah, I, I don't actually have a response to that. Yeah, <laughs> that is I like so space stuff. I really like stuff in space. But like Solaris and Voyager both would have been my jam. In fact, have you I seen love- the game oh. Adrift? Yeah, I just like oh, I didn't know there was a new trailer. Oh my oh, god! There There's a new trailer for Drift now, right now. It is not a game trailer. This is a blur trailer using in-game assets, so it is highly rendered and whatnot, kind of like. Uh, but 
I'm so nervous about this game. I don't want it to be bad. Me too. It's from a developer I've never heard of from a from a distributor that distributes like some good games. I'm very worried about it. I still don't actually know what you do. So so basically it's like gravity. Yeah, you survive. It's a space survival, but it takes kind of a realistic approach to it. Um, it's where beautiful, though. it's it super so beautiful. It is beautiful, and there's there's also like little things like uh, in the first trailer, you could hear this like robotic voice, and instead of using sort of a human to sound synthesize, they use a real synthesized voice. So it's like it's like so blah blah. It, you know, they're just like warning oxygen at ten percent, and it's not a human. I don't know why, but like those sort of just feeling. <laughs> assets that just make you feel like you're an actual space guy trying to get oxygen to survive to the next thing to get down to earth um it looks way cool and yeah a new a new trailer just uh just came out and it's funny it's good probably more enjoyable than the movie i hope so i hope so because it was just like i'm gonna go to another space station now oh yeah it's blowing up time yeah. to go to another space station now. <laughs> yeah now it looks oh, like I'm in a womb. Okay, that's over. Now we're in the space station. Yeah. It was all a metaphor. Yeah, all a metaphor. Oh, metaphor. I think artistically, this reminds me a lot of Alien Isolation. Yes. Which Alien Isolation had a lot of really good attention to detail in its yes. environments. This looks to exceed that by a lot based off of some of these models I'm seeing for the space stations and the lighting. Yes. The lighting was, was really like, good. Yes. This is so good. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, no, I keep thinking about Alien Isolation with this. Yeah. Uh, now, in a slight sort of tangent, something I haven't written down, um, the first time we did the Audible advert ever, mm-hmm. um, I was saying that I was reading, listening to uh, The Martian. Yeah. Uh, which is on a similar vein, um, which is now coming out into a movie. I yes. yes. Matt Damon, I, right? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, and then yeah, the trailer Scott, came out, yeah. and it looks really good. Yeah, and that was a really good really story. Good Interstellar as well, by the way. Say again? Yeah. Did you see if you see if you saw Interstellar, Matt Damon was really good in that as well. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. really really good. Interstellar, I still still will like be in the shower and be like, oh my god, that movie. I still, yeah, I know, that. right? <laughs> like I'll just be like thinking about time, and I'm like, god, dang, it's so, <laughs> so, so this movie. is the E3 Screw trailer. Which makes me really happy because now I know that there'll be at E3. Exactly. Yeah. And so I've already reached out. I've already tried no to reach out them. to the developers no to schedule a <laughs> No touchy. No touchy. I missed that. I was freaking out too much. Um, so anyway. Hopefully, it's, hopefully it could be played. Yeah. Or playable. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, any other cool games? Uh Hearthstone is adding a new Flavor of the Week game mode this month. Um, it is called Tavern Brawl. And <laughs> so it's going to be basically like a playlist where I think every week the rules change. So they might do like specific buffs to different cards or have like specific rules you can't play certain types of things or things like that. I think they're just trying to spice up the game, you know, but not yeah. in a way that's super serious, which kind of makes sense. I don't know about you guys. I played it a bit when it came out and I was really into it. And then I just one day didn't log back in, and I never logged back in again. I tried it, and as someone that was really into Magic the Gathering, I felt that this fell a little bit short. It seemed like it was too open to, I mean, which is what they want, right? To get as many players as possible. But I really liked the how how deep you could get with uh, Magic as far as strategy. And this just felt 
too simplistic for me. So I just couldn't get into Hearthstone, I guess. I think my biggest thing is that they want you to like buy packs. Like they're doing, they're keeping like the traditional like TCG pack mechanic and they won't just sell you everything. Like if they had just been like, yeah, it's 60 bucks and you can have all cards and right. go, go build decks and have fun. Like that's what I actually enjoy about those kinds of games. And it was like, I spent all this time grinding, trying to earn gold, doing the quests so I could get a pack and then I would get nothing useful. And then it just, it's like, <laughs> I don't right. feel like doing right. this again. Can you, um, can you trade with other players? Can you trade cards? No, there's a mechanic where you cash cards in and they have like a, a magic dust value or something. And then you can craft cards based off of like the amount of magic dust you've accumulated. So if you have extra cards, you can trade them in. Or if you have cards you're not going to use, you can like burn them essentially. And then they have like a rate that goes towards things you can craft. Right. Mm. Mm. This, this sounds interesting. They don't really give a lot of details though. They're like, we're going to do some stuff. It'll, it'll be probably like this or maybe something like that other thing. But the, the, the title is literally Brace Yourself for Tavern Brawl. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we might offer buffs to specific things or – and then it literally says, who knows? It actually says that because they don't know. We don't they, know. We're just, yeah. We don't know yet. I wonder if they're actually saying these type of things and then hoping to get a lot of feedback from the community and then run with that too. Well, my guess, just like having been like, you know, from working with PMC and things like that, when we've tried to do these like dynamic things, we come up with like five good ideas and then we're like, and, and there'll be more. <laughs> and then we'll have like a week, like we're out of ideas, which we do. And yeah. then like yeah. three and then they'll just be sad about it forever. And then they'll start recycling. <laughs> that's, that's how those kinds of things always go. Yeah. I think, Lately, Blizzard has been really um, kind of back on the ball with knowing how to serve their user bases somewhat. So I have a feeling that they probably are making an educated, you know, choice here. Like they're probably not just. It might be a little bit more than spice, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, since everybody's saying like it was a Heroes of the Storm is amazing, I've heard nothing but good things from that. So yeah, I think is it, they're. Is it they're still in beta? No, it's out way? now, I think. Oh, it? Okay. it just it just came out of beta, I believe. Or oh. it's at least you can get it now. It's not closed anymore. I guess yeah. this is no good anymore then. I never <laughs> I have this beta key just sitting here. I've never got out of using. I think I did turn mine in, the one that you gave me. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. funny. Okay, well, first we need to thank our sponsor for this episode. This episode of the Minecraft podcast is supported by audible.com the leading provider of audiobooks with 150,000 downloadable titles across all sorts of genres, fiction, nonfiction, periodicals. They have it all. I've actually been listening to the Witcher series books. First, I started off with The Last Wish, which is by Andre uh, Safkowski. And it is really cool to read the book while playing the new Witcher 3 game. There's a lot of characters that have been talked about in the game, and now they're talked about here in the book. And I'm learning also a lot more about sort of the world that The Witcher lives in and the points of view of different towns. And it's re- it's really actually helped my game, <laughs> my, my game playing ability uh, in The Witcher series because I'm listening to The Witcher books on Audible. Currently, they have two Witcher books. They have The Last Wish, uh, which is the very first Witcher book, and then The Blood of Elves, which is the third Witcher book. Uh, the second Witcher book is 
they have a little bit of different themes. The last witch is like a wish is a grouping of short stories of like tableaus almost of of what the witcher goes through and then it ends with a more connected story and brings in certain characters and then the blood of elves is much more of a normal story arc it's not just small stories of the witcher doing this project or this project it's it's a narrative all the way through, and I'm, I'm still in the middle of that, and I'm really, really, really enjoying it. If you would like to download this book or another one, then Minecraft Podcast has the coolest deal for you. A free book of your choice. All you have to do is go to audiblepodcast.com slash mindcrack and sign up. Then you will get a credit, and you can spend that credit on any book, and... Most books are just a single credit, and you get a free book. You'll be signing up for The Silver Plane, which gives you a book a month. So, audiblepodcast.com slash mindcrack, and sign up for your free book. Once again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash mindcrack. And we thank Audible so much for their support of the Mindcrack podcast. Now, moving on to Ask Crack. Sorry, I had to swap. Crack. Where are you Good. sending questions and us answer them? Goo. Uh, Connor Bailey, also known as Conagom, apparently, has a question. And he says, my question is mostly from Good. I recently realized how – you know what? I forgot to read this beforehand and approve. Whenever yeah, you should you read the question ahead of time and make sure you like it. It's your own so. fault. Um, yeah, uh-huh. I'm on the spot now. Um, yeah. Would you mind uh, telling me your address and your yeah, phone yeah. <laughs> So, uh, like your stories, I was curious about how curious I had about your life. So I was like, man, I would totally read a book about you. Yes, I know uh, there are your Minecraft videos, but I'm not seeing myself find the time to watch all of, for all of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the question is, have you ever considered writing a book about your life or maybe uh, about anything in general? I know you put this in there, Chad, because you you know the truth. Well, Chad, Chad wrote this question. <laughs> Connor <laughs> Bailey is me. Well, I also thought it was a question we could all answer, but okay. Well, as Chad already knows, I've spent considerable time over the last three years putting things into a writing form. Um, but whether or not they'll ever make it to the world, who knows? It's just therapeutic in a way to write down and rehash your life and thoughts and how things affected you and those around you. And I don't know, it's a good, like, I mean, it's going to be like more your books on the shelf kind of thing. It's everything yeah. and you can kind of, and hell, if I die at the same age, like my father and everyone in my family has died. At least my daughter will have some kind of thing they can, she can read and about me. So I don't <laughs> actually think that if I published something like this, I would sell more than 10 copies to be quite honest. I mean, that's a bit niche, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd probably sell more than ten, but let's be honest, more than a hundred, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's ironic because you've got something like the Kardashian, which is like super, super famous, but the book itself is probably going to contain next to nothing of interest. Whereas yours is probably going to be very interesting, but as so few people know about you in a relative yeah, sphere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm always like, I'm jealous that you have done that because that's. I've, I always wanted to be able to write a diary or keep some sort of copy. Like, it's so much more consumable in a book than, than I think, a video because it's a little bit hard. Like, in a, in a, with text, you can edit 
and no one notices. Like yeah. with text, you can say, I worded this weird. Let me switch it up. And you can get things very concise and very perfect. And video, while it's easier for me, if I was to say, you know, this paragraph really needed to go before this other paragraph, it's going to be super freaking obvious. Um, right. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm recording a video diary or whatever, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> jealous that... Uh, Have any of you kept a diary when you were younger? I used to, off and on, I mean, I never kept up with it, but finding those later in life and reading them, it's like, who the fuck is this person? Yeah. You know, like I, I th there was one I kept during journal. a whole summer here, and it was uh, it was after my dad had died, and uh, my brother had been born, and so the whole diary is about how much I miss him and how great he is, and I don't remember feeling that way about him ever. So like, I spent a whole summer missing my little brother, and I don't even remember the shit. Um, so I don't know. It's weird, like reading your thoughts uh, and you know that they're, they're your thoughts, but don't, you don't really remember ever having those type of emotions or something about some, I don't know. It's interesting reading your old shit. Yeah. Mm. I kind of want that though. I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, everyone should. And, and by the time you realize you should have kept a diary when you're younger, you're an adult. So it's right. too late. Right. So, yeah. So my, my dad did the whole family tree thing, which is a similar mentality. It was, you know, if you don't do it now, it's going to be too late kind of thing. Um, and that is, that's kind of interesting, but you get to a certain age where you feel you should be doing that, and when you're younger, it it, it doesn't you know, it doesn't matter almost. Yeah, yeah I wish I had the habit. You know, I yeah. found my uh, my dad's diary on the Commodore um, once after he passed away. I was going through all the old like discs and stuff and trying to even, I mean, understand how Commodore works and like how to open this text file and stuff. And so I find his diary, and in it, he listed all his sexual partners for his entire life. <laughs> and that was not really knowledge I wanted. And the funny thing was, I wasn't that old. I, this was soon after he had died. And I remember calling my mom in and being like, what is this? Because I didn't understand <laughs> what I was even seeing. So until – she didn't tell me either then. She was like, oh, no, I don't know. It's some 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 code or something. Some list. Because what, what it was, it was a list, but it was like – after each thing, he basically listed what they did too, and it was like it, it wasn't like a code. Like, um, so until I was older, I didn't even understand what I had seen. And then looking back, at it, it's like, oh, so that was anal. Hmm. Huh. You, you, you include that in the book, I think. Interesting. Uh, so yes, yeah, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would no. like to write a book someday, but I don't think it'll be about my life because I'm not that interesting. I'd rather write sexual partners. <laughs> Yeah. I would love to write some horror type fiction stuff. I mean, that's something. I mean, that's kind of where I originally started. Is I wanted to take my life story and make it fiction, like include in certain parts, like like make it a horror story type of thing. But I don't know <laughs> yeah. whether or not any of this ever goes anywhere. I right. doubt it. It's good to do. No, I, I try to write when I'm not working or working on PMC or sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that was about the four things that I do. So that's why my life's not that interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a yeah. I, I wish I had an interesting life. Co-star. Our next question is interesting. Epic Ninja 0101, who says, Greetings, Podcrack. What, if any, is your preferred social media? Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, 4chan, 8chan, MySpace... <laughs> What? Alternatively, what is, in your opinion, the best online service for gaming, not including Steam, 
For example, the Nintendo Network, the Xbox Live, or the PlayStation Network. Hmm. I, there's an 8-chan? Yeah, like I'm opening this in, in, in an incognito window. I don't know what is going to... a dark place. How many chans are worse? there? I, I, at least eight of them. I think 8-chan, if I recall, it's like there was a schism in 4-chan leadership, and so one group left, and Oops, they made 8-chan, and they were like the angrier, matter people. Or, or maybe know, this I, is basically how religion happens, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's even like, kidding. Like our it's church, like Lord here, of the Flies shit. There's a Baptist church down the road, and it all happened because, like, my great great grandfather started this church, and then him and some of the other relatives had an argument, and so they started the other Baptist church. They would be happy to know now, like, 150 years later, the Baptist church was the successful one. So. <laughs> it won. <laughs> they, yeah, it won. Um, yeah, I didn't. I don't really have. I don't. I, I, I can't stand Facebook. Uh, I tried recently to get back into using Facebook to kind of keep up with the friends that I had on there. I've always been the kind of person that, like, only friends, people I'm actually real-life friends with. And um, so I started adding, like, you guys to my Facebook. And there's where I fucked up. I added Wes. And Wes is just like, hey, everybody, here's my Facebook. <laughs> so uh added Wes as a friend. And then everybody in the whole fucking world was like, oh, there's Jason and his last name. And... <laughs> so uh, my experience with Facebook lasted my my like my rejoining Facebook lasted a whole week, and then my wife was just like, "Can you just delete your whole fucking Facebook, please?" Like she went through and was like trying to change my settings, like so that only I don't even know. I hate Facebook. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a horrible thing. I always just got annoyed with the fact that I don't really want to know about the baby of my friend's friend's friend. You know, it's it's all right for as you say your, your close friends, people you know. But it, it, it's such a big network, it, it spills over far further than that. Yeah. Beef is really active on Facebook. And, like, he, I, I've got, I, I, I know a different beef because of Facebook, basically. <laughs> like, the type of stuff he posts on Facebook is like, trying out some new socks today. I think these go really well with my plaid shorts. What? He says that? I'm not Facebook? even joking, man. He posts some stuff where he's like, I don't even know. Like uh, he got a he got a, a different car the other day because he had to get his, his his one worked on, and he like the post was like him like a selfie, and he's like, and I was like, I don't know that man. Like he's I don't know. It was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! <laughs> so, so they say like Facebook is listed in like twenty percent of all divorces, don't they? Or something. I'm not surprised. Like you see some of the stuff people, I can't, it's really weird. The type of stuff, the conversations that people have on Facebook. I don't know. Like Wessel posts a lot of controversial stuff and then get like this, this whole debate going with all these people. And like, I don't know, it's like a hundred posts. I'm like, why do all you care that much to argue with each other about this? I don't, I don't know. Facebook's a weird place. And then everyone in the world seeing your shit. I like Twitter because it's 140 characters, clear, concise, in and out. Sometimes I wish Twitter was slightly longer. Well, you sometimes get... you reply to somebody and it just goes run out. But yeah, I also prefer Twitter. I just sent yeah. you a message on Facebook. Did you? Yes. We're not friends, are we? No. I considered that no, you... and I was like, I bet he's another fucking no, West. No, <laughs> no. I've been calling like to me Facebook. I did that in like 2006. And ever since then, I've been trying to not like like when I I have a system where I use Sunrise and it'll show me birthdays in that calendar, and I'll click to see, 
and I'll say, do I want to wish these people happy birthday? And if there's a person who I don't want to wish happy birthday, they're gone. They're not. They're not a friend anymore. Don't make the cut. That's criteria. Yeah. For my, if I don't want to say happy birthday to you on your birthday, you're not a Facebook friend of mine anymore. That's um, fair. That seems. It fair. doesn't mean that I actually will go and say happy birthday. But like, if my first thought is like, uh, like I just don't even want to like, or like, who the hell are you? Like, I don't remember adding you. Um, then, uh, then you're cut. Then you're gone. So. Yeah, it's interesting. This guy doesn't mention Dig, which I guess a lot of people, you know, say that Dig died and that and that was Reddit. It's completely um, gone. Dig Dig's doesn't Dig's exist dead. anymore. Right, but did that? But did it? Did it just go offline? Or see, I, I didn't. It I don't got know bought, it got bought uh, by a different company, and they rebranded it sort of like a Flipboard. So you can't uh-huh. even sub- submit your own stories. But it is like a social. It is a news aggregator. But that's it. It doesn't that's have. It. It's it's like a. Google News. Because the reason why I bring it up is uh, anytime there's any drama on uh, Reddit as a whole, they're always like, oh, it's Dig all over again. And I never really knew what that meant. Oh, Dig. Yeah, Dig was like the first sort of thing where you could post a story and you get upvoted. But Dig became very, like, bro-centric. And it had a very specific sort of... um, feel to it with all the users and it got really and it was pretty easy to like manipulate near the end uh, kevin rose started it and and uh i've worked with kevin rose on some other stuff uh it's funny dig four which is like r- the dig version that everyone says like was one of the worst um leo who i used to work with has a t-shirt this is like dig four was my idea because like apparently they were giving away like yeah and anyway it just like completely failed and it went downhill hill really fast and they made some decisions and they didn't develop quickly enough and it was it just ended up being a very bad it's kind of like MySpace or whatever where it, like it seemed like it was the biggest newest thing and then Facebook came along and everyone was like this is a much better experience. Like there's some really cool features over here or they did this thing right or or we're really tired of how MySpace does this thing and Facebook just doesn't have it. And that's kind of what Dig versus Reddit was uh, for a long time. Do you think that uh, the the reason why I was bringing that up is I guess today Reddit banned uh, the fat people hate subreddit and everyone's up in arms saying that this is censorship and this is dig all over again. That's where I, I saw that in the first right. post. Dig all over again. You think uh, in 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 just an overall thing here, uh, Reddit, Facebook, all the ones that are kind of at the top right now, Tumblr, I guess, um, that they'll have that they'll suffer from another MySpace or Dig or whatever yeah. moment. I think it's possible that any com- like I, I don't think any company is going to be around forever. Coca Cola <laughs> could go down. You know, I I, I don't I think that. Uh, same thing with like Yahoo buying Tumblr. I was like, well, maybe this is the time that it all changes and users, find, you know, go to Ello Yahoo or whatever. Bought Yahoo bought Tumblr. When? Uh, how ago. much? Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. A while ago. And, like news. And Tumblr has a big like porn problem, and there's lots of articles about how is Yahoo going to deal with this, and they just didn't. <laughs> yeah. Because I think a lot of their a lot of Tumblr users like that about Tumblr. And um, and so they just didn't really touch on that all, all that much. Imager just uh, like re-upped their like uh, policies for like NSFW type images and that sort of thing this week. And there was a there was like a riot on mm-hmm. Imager for like three days. Like 
just people just nonstop posting like as many like nude and scandalous images as they could and just like everybody getting banned and people freaking out. It was kind of What fun. did they change? Um, they just – I guess they decided to start enforcing their rules a little bit more. People, people were theorizing. It sounded like their sponsors were starting to get a little upset that like Imager was turning into a place where you went for cats and boobs and those were the only two things that you saw. And they were hoping to like foster more of that. So they were just like, they upped the ante on like what got cut from the front page of like, that's too much. That's too much. The posts just started disappearing. People started noticing. And there was just. Well, that's the first time I'd, I didn't even know about this fat people hate subreddit. I guess because I'm just so fat, I couldn't have made it there. Um, but uh, uh, that's where I first heard about it was did, did uh, you- Imager banned the, that subreddit, images from that subreddit to appear on their side, I guess. Hmm, I guess right. that's what started this censorship with Reddit too. I don't know. Did anyone see fat people hate? Is it gone? I I, I haven't actually. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's gone. It's a so what now. it mostly was was like it, it would be like a video of of you know some lady talking about how oh it doesn't diets don't work and it's about you know you should learn to love yourself and then they would follow up with like oh my gosh she's so stupid and like here's an actual article talking about how this does work or whatever and and um it was a lot of that and what's funny sorry is there's a lot worse subreddits out there there's a lot worse subreddits out there the one i saw yesterday was uh, as an example um was tumblr in action just go look at that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it was a, a woman saying, "Oh, I couldn't get on a helicopter because they wouldn't let me on because I was too large or something, way too much." And then the next it cuts immediately to a helicopter trying to lift off and then crashing. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the kind of I mean, they they I are mean, rude and they are bad, but they are kind of amusing in that in that. And that's kind of where I yeah. am. It's like I don't really like. I'm not going to say. You know, it, it's weird because I also don't want to align myself with saying I really love fat people hate you know it's like i don't want to say that i want to i feel like you know it's like i don't support the kkk marching in my town but i support that that there are groups that i don't agree with that they should still be able to organize and because there could be a group that i'm a part of and i don't want anything to stop my group from organize let's say let's say youtubers are looked down upon in some you know future why you know it's like i I don't know i i I feel weird about i do feel very weird about tumblr censoring this sort of stuff but then i can also see i see pluses and minuses basically it's basically like you know you're you don't you're not not gonna agree with someone's opinion but you will fight for the right to have that opinion exactly 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 Exactly. um i agree with that so I don't. I don't know. I'm disappointed by it a little bit. What'd you say? Okay. I said first they came for the chads, <laughs> and I did not speak. Well, it's funny. Uh, when you kind of gave him a weird look, whatever he said, uh, uh, YouTubers maybe frowned upon. But that's basically how my grandmother and all her generation and everyone that lives around me see. You're not a gamer, are you? I've I've heard those words so many times. You're not a gamer, are you? And I don't know how to even respond to that. I have still have a comp with a good answer for that. I just normally go, yeah. Kinda, and then they're like, "Yeah, there's a lot of misplaced uh, vitriol just directed at anybody who puts stuff on YouTube at all." Yeah. So, that's very true. Just lack of understanding, I guess, in the way the world is changing. It's funny trying to explain people what I do for PMC because they're like. So wait, you have another job? I'm like, oh yeah, no, you know, I like work on nights and weekends and stuff. And they're like, okay, what do you do? I'm like. 
okay, so do you know Minecraft? And then they just get like this really weird look in their face. And I'm like, <sighs> yes, my six year old plays it. That's, that's yep. always the one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next question. My birthday is coming up or having already been or already having been, depending on what time you read this. I have felt that as my age goes on, my birthdays become less significant. My question is, when did your birthdays feel like they were not really important? And when did you stop having birthday parties? Don't worry, Chad. One day you will be old like Badge. I mean, they, you get you get landmark birthdays, don't you? Like 18, 21. And then after 21, I mean, there aren't really any more landmarks apart from 40. <laughs> So yeah. that's when, yeah, it starts getting a little... What happens at 40? Is that when your balls drop the last time? You never get well, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the second drop. The last pew That's ar- when they arrives. reach your knee. Oh, your face. Uh, no, uh, I don't want to hear you suggesting that while you're like... like yeah, no. Nah. ...putting this cap in and out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. so what happens uh, at 40? Your balls? Ah. Oh, oh, gross. Oh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when. I, I it was a kind of a natural pro- progression. Stop, dude. Jesus Christ. It was kind of a natural progression. Like at just some age, it just isn't that big of a deal to you. It's like, well, I've had enough of these, and I don't know. yeah, you wake up when you wake up in the morning. You start thinking, oh my god, I really can't take drinking that much again. And then yeah, you it's start not like that- you you fought. It. It's not like I fought it. You know, tooth and nail or whatever. You know, till the end, whatever. I wish my yeah. wife would get to that point. She still is like a birthday fanatic. I don't know. I'm so just like, I don't... more power to her. Yeah, but you know what? It's on me to make sure her fucking birthday is this fantastic fucking thing. Every <laughs> year. Wanna, like, for like equal treatment, I want my birthday now to be a thing. And I don't even give a shit about my birthday. But just we got to keep it fair. <laughs> No, I, I have too many birthdays to care about them. I know it's like it happens every year. Jeez, I hate that. Peter has four of you. Okay, moving on. Wow. Badge. Uh, so, did my crack. This is from an Anon. Oh, I like him. Oh, Natalie um, Portman uh, asked that question, by the way. Yeah. The real one. Me and some of my friends have been pondering lately about technological and medical advances, which got us thinking about how many about claims in the scientific community that our generation might be the last to die. My question is, is this would be true and you would be given a possibility to also become immortal, would you take the chance, knowing that a lot of your friends and family didn't make the cut and had to die? Feel free to fantasize about this. No, about how that uh, immortality is achieved or experienced. Love you guys and praise the badge, but do it sarcastically. I think they always do. (laughs) For sure. At least twice we've answered the would you be immortal if you could be immortal question. Well, I I can just say yes. (laughs) Yeah, yes, I care for nobody. Uh, <laughs> I, I think if you if you're going to have immortality and stuff, then you need to start thinking about sort of Logan's Run and, and have a cutoff point where. And I, kind of sometimes I feel it'd be quite nice. Yeah, if you know your 80th birthday, that's it. You're going to get euthanized or whatever. Then you could kind of plan things a little better. If you know you're going to live until you're 80, and everything's going to be fine, everything medically, everything's going to be perfect, and then at that point. You die. You can you can plan things a little better, maybe. Sounds yeah. like a really dark dystopian novel. Yeah, in well, a yes. world where no one dies until their 80th birthday. Well, Logan's run. You know, they they kill them at 40, and then 
the whole thing. Oh, okay. Like, I have no, I mean, it's, it's what, 70s. It's, it's quite old. Um, I don't know that I would live a happier life knowing the date of my death. Yeah. I feel like right now I live every day like it's the last. If I knew I had until I was 80, I feel like it would almost lead to like a procrastination mentality where I got I got 40 more years. I could I do that shit next week. Yeah. <laughs> I got another five years. I'll do that. Right. Yeah. So I got like a week. I'll do it later. I think the thing about immortality is that you would go a certain length of time where you would outgrow caring about, you know, living much longer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think, like, if you got into the hundreds of years, and I think it would vary for everybody, but I think eventually you would just be like, you know what? I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. you're immortal, you can't do that. So. <laughs> well, I think well, I think in this, die? I mean, that's, I guess that's really the question. Well, here. Yeah, this my, kind of immortality is supernatural <laughs> immortality. I mean, yeah, it's not I, like I, yeah, I cut off the head or something. Yeah, I assume if you got a car accident, you die. Yeah, right, you're gone. Right. It's like Highlander, basically. Immortal. Right. <laughs> We're all immortal's a bad word for it. Yeah, indefinitely lived. How about mm. yeah? How about how about forever youth? Okay, never mm. mind. That was a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was also wondering, would you be okay with it if no one got to – if it was like the Matrix where you're going to be ported into a computer simulation that works exa- – you would never know. It's so good that it's just like your real life, but you are now – you're not – your corporeal body is going away and everyone's not going to be ported into these servers. Is it your brain forever. though? Yeah, it's everything. It's it is you. It has to be yeah. my physical brain because if you, I don't think I could remove my consciousness from my brain without destroying. Assume me. you can. Assume that's what I'm saying. Assume you can. Assume they perfected this so technology. But is still, perfect. once the cells of my brain are gone, that thing is dead. So, like me experiencing life right now would be gone, but there would be an exact copy of my consciousness <laughs> that would think AI. that it had been me in the past. It's, like it's a, an AI speech. that is that is that is taking your brain and and replicating it in, internally in a in a program. This is, Technically, this is the 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 teleporter theory that the teleporter destroys you on one ear end and recreates you exactly the same, so you have all your old memories. So the new version thinks that you lived all that, but the other one just died. Mm. Yeah, it was like the the ending of the Prestige. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, you know, you do kind of do that already, though. Because over time, you, you completely, all of your cells die and are replaced over time. I feel like Five or seven years or something. Yeah, it? I feel it's like they don't, it's, it's just not all at once, so it's okay. Right. I feel they all like go if it's 1% at, at, a, at a, a year, it's way different than 100% in two seconds. But you're not the same mess of cells that you were 10 years ago. You're literally like a different person. Maybe that makes longer. my stomach feel weird. <laughs> uh, okay, Sigils, you're up. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't have PMC suddenly caught on fire. <laughs> it's literally on fire. Hey, guys. This is from Josh. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. Thanks for all the work you do every week. Yeah, no problem, Josh. <laughs> How do you guys consume most of your entertainment? Do you still watch TV, only YouTube? What are some of your favorite TV shows? Praise Lord Bash forever and ever. Amen. I take mine in pill form. <laughs> Suppository. I don't have TV. I own a television, but I do not have TV. And I haven't had TV since I was a kid. 
Really? I mean, I mean, I guess like uh, you know when I'm up until I lived with my like my parents when I moved out for college, like we had basic TV, but I didn't even have cable. And hmm. then that was pretty much when like Hulu and stuff started coming out, and that is a hundred percent how I consume my TV online. Yeah. For for me, it was like amount of money I was making versus how much I care about having cable. Yeah, we're, we're in conflicts. So once I got enough money to be able to afford to have it. I didn't want it anymore. Yeah. yeah. What's sad with me, and I, I have satellite. A tree has grown in back there in the woods. So far back in the woods, it's a huge pine tree that it blocks the satellite. But I haven't canceled my satellite during the winter when all the pine needles are kind of falling off. It works. But during this time of year, I don't actually get satellite. I keep giving the money. I don't know why. Move. <laughs> I don't move. know what's keeping you there, but everything is awful. It's very <laughs> simple. I have to take care of six 80-year-olds. Six of them rely on me to live every day. I cannot leave. And ex- they would die. Isn't there a movie about this? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just put them on flying beds and just go somewhere else. Like, I have... I, I feel responsible for problem solved. At, listen, at the, at the least, listen, once you move, that problem will just fix itself. <laughs> he has a point. But I also, <laughs> I mean, what would I do? I mean, if Murder I were to like sell all the shit that was my dad's and everyone generations past, like I'm just like the bottom of the barrel. I'm the, I'm the guy that everything got dumped on because no one else lived long enough. So all move right, past well, look, that. Look, 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 there's a. Uh, Number one, nursing homes. Number two, people have moved houses on logs. You can do it. I've seen it done. Just keep that house there, okay? Keep all the storage stuff there. Buy a different house. (laughs) The worst part is I just did buy another house at a building. Remember? Sell it. Yeah, down the street. (laughs) Yeah. Hundreds yards away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's about two miles, but yeah. It's just like... Everything is bad. It's is what it seems like. You just can't win. Well, it's phone, I could have internet. the pine trees cut down. I'd make money from doing that. But I, I my my whole point was I don't need the satellite. And by by right, the, we've, we've the moved way, on. To me, I don't need the satellite dish. But I still have just given them money for whatever stupid reason. Kind of my gym membership, I guess. So. <laughs> Way back when, when I used to live in Leeds, I lived with my my then girlfriend and her sister, and I'd go downstairs, and they're always watching America's Next Top Model or Sex in the City or something shit like that. So I never ended up watching the TV ever, and out of habit, like like you know, like Kobe was saying, you know, once you get to the point where you got the TV, you don't want it anymore because you're so used to living without it, and especially yeah. with the internet now and streaming. Yeah. It started with iPlayer and stuff, but now that's got crap. So, yeah, I think we all said basically earlier what we yeah. what we do basically. Yeah, yeah. it's all I, streaming. I'm, yeah, <laughs> but my TV is in the garage. Just of you, you watch stuff on your computer, then probably right. Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm really amazed at how much my TV experiences died. Like I, I used to love my TV back in high school. I ended up buying like a humongous one for gaming. I moved to my own place, used it all the time. Moved back to my parents' place, used it less. Moved out to California, used it even less, and didn't, you know, I never owned cable or anything. Moved in, into the new place in California, in, in Petaluma, and didn't turn it, I hadn't plugged it in. 
I had it sitting on the thing and didn't plug it in until I got OMG Craft and needed to move the OMG Craft set into my living room. Then it was just taking up space. I sold it. I own zero TVs. Like, I think if I was single, I think I would do that too right now. I think my the only time I watch TV is with my wife. Go ahead. Go. Oh, no. That's, that's, that's right. Um, but I, all I was going to say is I think that for people like us, a Chromecast is the mm. future. I, I, I'm like an advertiser for this thing, but it's just like I'm so happy with that device yeah. Yeah. because it's so all easy. I do is stream stuff. And that was a pain in the ass on TVs in the past. You had to have like a game console hooked up. So yeah, man. Yep. So you could load up um, Netflix or something. But now just have a fucking Chromecast on every TV because the thing only costs 30 bucks. And you just fucking stream to it from your phone. You know, Netflix, YouTube, Twitch, anything you, anything you normally stream except for Amazon because fuckers. The right. only thing that I, the only reason I don't have one is because a friend of mine gave me a spare 360, which just lives attached to my TV. That's the only reason I don't have a Chromecast. But you have to pay for live. I was going to do that anyway, though, because I, I like, I already use my Xbox. I have just saying. I have a one and a 360 here on my desk. Like, well, you've heard me co bitch about my experience with Chromecast. I don't know why I have so much such a such a different experience. Like that's why I still use my PlayStation Three for anything like that. Because you, for some like reason, with everything though. I know, I know. I just I, I'm a special fucking snowflake. Apparently, like my Chromecast experience, I loved it. Whenever we were there in South, I didn't know that that it could be so good. Until I saw you using it there in South, and it actually fucking worked. But uh, mine, I it's the signal. I think I think there's too much. There's too much. It's just Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is all you need. It's Wi-Fi, but my router's in here, and I think there's too much insulation in the walls in between the other end of the house. So what you're saying is you need to move, is what you're saying, in order for (laughs) wire mesh in all the walls, like a house design. My dad put twice as much insulation as they're supposed to be in these walls, and I think it fucks things up. Yeah, with Wi-Fi, every room is a Faraday cage. Yeah. Um, but it, to me, it speaks of how much I just don't use TVs. I bought five Chromecasts. Haven't used any of them. Why'd you buy five? Why you because I, buy, well, I bought a few for gifts and stuff, but two of them were mine. <laughs> two of them were mine when I had TVs. When I had TVs, and the TV experience just doesn't work for me. It's, it's because I'm single and because I don't – like if I had friends here or like a roommate, I could see sitting down to watch TV, but for me – why? I have a more comfortable chair right here in front of my computer, which has a more high resolution than my TV will ever have. It's brighter. It's calibrated. TV is not about resolution, though. The, no. the, the thing, the valid point of TV is that for less than what it would cost you to get a monitor, which is going to have higher resolution, you can get an 80-inch television that takes up your whole wall. And then you can sit back I on the couch, that. Yeah. put your feet up, you, you think the, uh, the Microsoft visor thing um, is going to change that? Like, whatever in that in that video where he showed it off, he's got like a fucking TV the size of his wall here, right? <laughs> Co, I think your mic cut up. I can't hear Co. Yeah, I can't hear Co either. Oh, yeah, I did. He's he's nodding his head. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, virtual. I want the Matrix. That's how I want to consume all my stuff. I, I agree with you, Chad. Though the only time I do use my TV, oh, battery's died. Oh. The only time I do use my TV is if someone comes over. Like, I, right. you know, everybody gets together to watch the weekly Game of Thrones episode. Then we use my TV. Otherwise, I use my computer. Right, right, right. 
think you came uh, back for a second there, Co. I heard yeah, something. maybe you did. Do you have anything to say, Co? Because otherwise, I was going to start ending the podcast. Okay, he says no. Sorry, sorry okay. that that uh, that didn't work out. Uh, it lasted too long. We waited too long. Uh, we, we did. We did. Thanks so much <laughs> for watching the podcast, guys. If you want to subscribe on YouTube or iTunes, go to mindcracklp.com slash podcast. That's also where you can submit questions for us to answer. We just spent the last you know thirty minutes answering questions. Uh, that's where you go to submit those questions. And thanks so much for watching. And we'll see you next time on the podcast. Bye. 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 B